Hello, welcome to Brenda PM and thoughts from the tractor and Russell. Hello, everybody. How are you? I'm good. I got a new chair. What so I you? get to swivel just like you. A swivel? Swivel chair? Yes. Yeah, so mm. my friend Tiffany was selling her chair and I'm pretty excited now I can swivel and look at the fireplace instead of your back. <laughs> well, you look like a queen in that chair. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Um, we were just talking about um, living our quality life. That's kind of something I've been on a roll about talking about. And um, I was saying to Russ that uh, when you have people who are um, have limiting, become able-bodied, or are able-bodied and then end up um, having either, a, a, you know, a diagnosis that starts making them limit, be limited, or um, whatever, the aged, that um, by telling them not to, now you're not going to be able to do something, how that affects them. Yeah, it's devastating. And, and I think... As a society, we kind of take the wrong approach oh. with with people that have had a, a deliberate, de, oh, what's the word? Deliberate. <laughs> a bad injury. <laughs> I can't. Debilitating. Debilitating. Thank you. <laughs> Holy smokes. Debilitating injury, uh, heart attack, stroke, you know, what, whatever. Um, the first thing that um, that happens is they they get told well you'll no longer be able to do this and you can't do that you can't 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 uh-huh you know instead of waiting first of all to see how they recover right and then say okay how can we how can we help you keep doing what you want to do yeah can you imagine the difference in approach if and uh mindset if Instead of saying, oh, okay, now you can't do this. Now, or you can't eat this, or you can't. Mm -hmm. Instead of figuring out, okay, how can we make this so you still feel and like you're, you have a reason. Like if someone told me you can no longer eat blank, blank, I'd be like, yeah, you watch me. Mm -hmm. Instead of saying, okay, how can we alter this? so that you still get the satisfaction you're looking for. Yeah, exactly. Like for you, when you um, broke your pelvis, I wasn't around at that time, but they told you they didn't think you'd be able to walk or run or what? Well, I'd be able to walk. Uh, I wouldn't be able to play hockey, probably wouldn't run, wouldn't be able to lift over over 20 pounds. Um, yeah, the the prognosis wasn't good, and my reaction to them was, "Screw you, watch me." Mm -hmm. Like so, it it gave me motivation. It actually made me mad, but it gave me the motivation to heal and and recover from it. So, but, sorry. So if you if you couldn't have done that, if you, like if if they said no, you can't. Besides. 
like how would that have felt or how did that feel to have all that being told that likely you won't oh it was horrible it took my life away from me it was it was devastating news and 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 that's i think why i got pissed off and said screw you and watch this mm-hmm. um yeah like telling somebody they can no longer live their life the way they used to is is probably some of the worst news you could ever get yeah because not only do you get a diagnosis or a or trying to recover from an injury mm-hmm. your what you live for and what you value as living your quality life no longer applies yeah so what's the purpose yeah exactly and i had a really good conversation one time with a friend of mine her father-in-law turned i think she said 50 and they thought oh he's getting old he can no longer look after his cows and all that and and we had a really good chuckle about it because well she's a couple years older than me and and uh we had a pretty good chuckle about it i think it was at my birthday party actually and she goes my god what were we thinking we were think we thought we knew better than than the able-bodied person that we that was only 50 that was only 50 years old like it it was it was sad but a humorous conversation like she came to realize like holy what like and then another friend of mine his dad um, had kind of a dementia issue going uh-huh. on. They they really didn't know what the problem was, but and they had cattle. And his dad would get up every morning and go check the cattle. And when one day something happened, and he got in with the cattle and and got hurt, and my friend got mad, sold all the cattle. And he said that was the worst mistake he ever made in his life. Wow. Because cattle was part of his dad's life for his whole life. Like he, he worked at the auction mart. He had cattle. He he was big in our 4-H club. Like he was, and he said his dad just, he had no reason to get up in the morning after that. Right. Because the son knew more better than the dad, apparently. Eeks. Yeah. And. And, you know, I think everybody means well. Yeah. But the approach is horrible. <laughs> That's everything, though, it, most it, of the time. It is. And yeah, we were talking the other day about quality of life and 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 depression. And, and I looked up some results on suicide, and it was, a, it was crazy. It blew my mind. And... and we talked about why, and I go, well, people lose hope. Mm-hmm. You know, every time you turn around, like, I hate to blame governments. Like, I don't want to get political on this, but they don't help. They say they're worried about people's mental health. Well, every time you turn around, you're getting taxed. Mm-hmm. You're getting money taken away from you. And and people get fed up with it. Mm-hmm. And... And polit- like, politicians are cocky, they're ignorant, they're brash, they're, they put themselves on a pedestal. And people are sick of it. Right. At least I, I'm sick of it, you know, and I, and I don't get 
why they're like that. Well, they're, I, they're supposed to work for us. Yeah. Well, but, somehow it got all turned around. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> I think too, the, um, you said something when we were talking about this the other day about, you know, when you're working so hard and you're trying to make ends meet and it doesn't matter the age right now because you know even the the younger people like they're losing hope on whether they can buy a house they're losing hope and then we have to figure out a way to change that narrative to how do we make things different and how do we give people hope that there is a reason to have you know, to save for a house. There is a reason to travel. There is a reason to have kids. There mm -hmm. is a reason to, you know, keep going. But with the way the political landscape is right now and, and we're just paying more and more and more, like even for us, it's like, okay, retire, like full retirement mm -hmm. is not going to be really an option. No. Because, because our our heating and our electricity electric, boy, I'm having a hard time. <laughs> electrical. Our electrical are as much as a mortgage, mm -hmm. and but you know, so in the meantime, we have to figure out what we're going to do to make sure in in between those feelings of oh my gosh, we got to work forever. Mm -hmm. How are we going to change that view to make it like we're so excited that we're going to be living a healthy life? Yeah. What it what makes us feel like at the end of the day we lived a good life? And mm -hmm. you and I, I kind of touched upon it last night. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> no, very like you did. Like it woke me up a bit because because I'm I'm a I'm a very um, bad person for falling into bed old habits yeah i do it with um without even thinking <laughs> so surprise surprise but, <laughs> um yeah and it, it, go ahead sorry so what i um so i was feeling a bit better and a little energetic because it was friday um we were excited all week we've been really busy and all week we've been excited to just spend the evening together and then russ comes in you know, sits in his chair. I'm excited. And so I go have my shower, but I put on my music. I love having music on. He kind of likes sitting in the silence, but I like having music on because then I, I, it makes me really happy, but it also makes me feel very much alive. Mm -hmm. And when it's just me by myself, I always have music going with Russ. He doesn't, but when I went into the shower and I was dancing and and I thought, we are not living, like we are, we're settling for, for um, just mediocre right now mm -hmm. because it's becoming this habit where we work really hard. We come in, either we worked out in the evening, like early evening, come home, we sit in our chairs. Um, I might do computer work. Russ might watch a hockey game or whatever. And then that's it. There's not, not this excitement and passion and fun. And, I, and, fun. <laughs> and I said to him, I said, 
this because we had been talking about what it feels like to get old when we see different people being older than they need to with abled bodies but their mind is becoming old doesn't matter the age but their mind can become old because they've settled into these routines mm -hmm. and i said that's what's going to happen to us i said because we're settling into this routine and we still have a whole evening and i'm not saying we have to build stuff or we have to but we have to have the energy even to to dance in the living room or, or play a game or, or play something yeah. or or go for a walk around the property or something mm -hmm. and i said i don't want to get old like this this to me is not um living a life of quality yeah i mean and and i said and so poor russ because what happens is i I tell him this and he's like, okay, am I supposed to do this right now? Like, does she want me to change this right now? Or can I like finish my quiet evening? <laughs> could I rest enough to get some energy to do it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it also is you're working so hard mm -hmm. that you're giving all this energy to everybody else. And what's going to happen? You know, you'll collapse one day and because you've been doing all this for the money to keep us going and we're okay the way we are but we have to look at that other time and how how we're using it how we're feeling it mm -hmm. and um going back to telling someone they can't do it it's like as someone you love and as if it's someone you love someone you want to help it's taking the approach of how can how can we how can we help you do it yeah and yeah. how can we adjust it mm -hmm. yeah exactly yeah it's a it's a kind of a fine line because we want to protect our loved ones we want them to what we think is right for them Mm -hmm. instead of asking them you know how what would you like to do still what you know do you how can we help you make things easier for you to still live the way you want exactly and uh yeah it's it's you know it seems like a simple approach <laughs> well most of but, my clients are the children of the parents mm -hmm. and the children of the parents want to say okay we think our parent is unsafe where they're living we think that we're worried that they're going to fall we're worried about this we're worried about that and then the first thing i say to them is what does your parent want mm -hmm. well she wants to stay living here okay so you want to talk to me about how we can move her out but we're not looking at the approach of what does she want yeah and we're what does he want and how do we make it work so that he can stay where he's living mm -hmm. and and i think that's this like if you take it into different parts of our lives like if trevor and dennis came to us and said you know what you guys we're tired of seeing you um be so tired and exhausted we think you guys should uh, sell the property and move into a condo yeah. because we're in our you're now 60 russ yeah. and i'm almost mm -hmm. right 
Yeah. We would say, forget it. You don't know what we want and what we need. And if we did that, Russ would go downhill so fast it wouldn't be funny. I I wouldn't be probably a fun guy to live with. No. I'd be absolutely miserable. Yeah. So yeah. so I think I don't know, it was just interesting us talking about it that that we need to really look at what we want mm -hmm. for our life to make it feel fulfilled. And it doesn't have to be some big thing that you feel like you're supposed to go on a a trip to India or Bali to to find yourself. It could be as simple as, you know, wanting to cook more fun, you know, put more fun in the food you eat. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I also... Uh -oh. I find that kind of you brought that up going to these exotic places to find yourself. Yeah. Quote, quote. <laughs> <laughs> um, when we have so many wonderful places right here. Yeah. Like so many beautiful, like we have the mountains. We have in Canada, like we have everything here. Yeah. That I, and I've never understood why somebody has to go to wherever to go find themselves when we have peace and quiet in our own backyard where you could actually go mm -hmm. maybe wander around and find yourself. I've never understood this find yourself. I, I don't get that. But what does that mean? What? Well, I don't know because whenever I try to find myself, I find that like when we go to Mexico and I think, oh, okay, if I go to Mexico, I'm going to feel better. If I go to Vancouver Island, I'm going to feel better. Every single time, it's like I feel better when I come home to my mm -hmm. my my rooms. And yeah. and I I remember sometimes when I've called you and I've said all I want to do is be home with you. Mm -hmm. And or when we go away and we enjoy it, but we're looking forward so much to coming home. Yeah. Because we made it our place of safety, fun. And it's just, it's home. It's mm -hmm. really what our definition of home is. Yeah. But I think finding yourself, yeah, I never, I never understood the finding yourself because you are right here. Mm -hmm. And if you can't be, if I can't be who I am right here, well, well, that, I'm not going to be who I am back out there. It's to me, it's, this might be kind of a, not a very good comparison, but for example, um, somebody that, that's having alcohol issues and they go through their treatment, come out, feel energized, invigorated, ready to take on the world and then going back into the same lifestyle with, you know, I don't know if that's a fair comparison. Like, so you go to, you go to an exotic place, okay? Oh, I found myself. I'm ready. I'm ready to take on the world. You come back home. Well, life is different here than there. It is. And, and you have to make those lifestyle changes. And if you're not willing to make a lifestyle change, then you're going to find yourself was for naught. Yeah. Well, I, but I get that goes back to the whole quality of life thing. Mm -hmm. on your data if you have to take running away from your life to feel quality 
then you have to, I think I have to come back and look. And that's what I've had to do for the last 16 years living here is that I used to think that if I left here for a while, if like I would tell you that I'm, I'm moving to Mexico, I'm going to figure out how to get a job. And you'd be like, okay, go ahead. Figure it out. Figure it out. I'm moving to the island. Okay, figure it out. And what I found was it didn't matter where, and I didn't go to any of those places except to visit. But what I found was that it was my whole attitude. It was how I saw things here. Mm -hmm. And that's what's changed. Because you can go anywhere and find the people, the things that you want to either make you upset or make you happy. Mm -hmm. And what I've learned big time being here for 16 years and really feeling because I um, really battled wanting to live here and really accepting the kind of life we have. Right. Up until to me, really, it's been this last year that I feel like I'm not always having one foot out the door going, this foot's inside with Russ and I'm living my life, but I'm going to put this foot outside the door just in case. Mm-hmm. Now both feet are in here and it feels way much, way better because now I'm changing things the way I want to live the life I want and not the life that I think you want me to live. Well, I I wouldn't say I there's a life I want you to live. No, I uh, put that on you. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I made it like Great. you wanted me to do this. It'd be like mm-hmm. I would say to you, oh, I'm so tired of making you dinners and breakfasts and making all this stuff. And you'd be like, okay, but that's not an expectation. I thought you wanted me to do that. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, yeah, but. And so you would just sit there waiting for it to happen. And then I'd be mad at you. But really. I, di- I didn't do anything. No. And you didn't know what I was doing. You're just staying out of my way. Because usually I'd say, no, just go sit. And mm-hmm. so then you started just sitting. And then I get mad at you for doing that. Right. So now I've changed that and saying, you know what, I'm not. I don't want to make supper and I, and or whatever. And you'd be like, okay, fine. It's not an expectation. No. Never once have I said, you have to make supper. You have to make my lunch. You, you, you. No. No. Like no. we're in this together. Yeah. I'm an able-bodied human. I can find a bag of potato chips for supper or something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, boy. Say <laughs> so anyway. But it's... We, we were just, it's as we're sitting here, we were thinking about just how taking away people's identity, people's dreams, people's abilities without asking them how we can help them maintain them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's going to be what helps us age well and live a life that we want to live. Yeah. It's, it's all boils down to communication. Communication and understanding what it is that makes yourself happy. Yeah. And I'm learning so much that I'm in control of that despite all the things around me, despite the, what's happening in politics, despite the weather, despite, you know, the powers that think they are, mm-hmm. that I have a voice 
and that I can and I can navigate this world in a way that makes me happy. Yeah. And that to me is important. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So last words? Um well I could go on and on and on about about um how the supposed powers that be can totally um affect the way people live and the way they feel. But we I'm, should do we'll do a podcast on that. Yeah, it's not something I want to get into today, but but uh, yeah. anyway, yeah, it's that's a whole other where I might just kind of go off a little bit. But... You're teasing people because they like it when you go off like that. Well, stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> it's not something I want to get into this morning anyway. So. No. So with that, figure out how you can help the people around you, how you can help yourself. And, um, and help each from, other. And help each other. So the thought from the tractor is don't think, or, oh, I had it before. I see, I should always write it down before I start because it was really, really good. Mm, stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> no, no it, I, it's, it's find ways to help somebody, not take it away. Yeah. That's what it's all about. And same for yourself. Figure out ways to make it work versus feeling hopeless. Exactly. So, with that, we give you the thought from the tractor. This is Brenda PM and Russell. Have a good day, everybody. Have a great day. If you like our podcast, please give us five stars. Please share it. And uh, if you have any thoughts, ideas of what you'd like us to talk about or want our opinion on, you can email us at brendapm66 at gmail.com. Have a great day, everybody. Goodbye.